the past is never dead it's not even past william faulkner we agreed to meet a few hours after the funeral in the frogmore gardens by the old gothic ruin i got the first i looked around so no one i checked my phone no text no voicemails they must be running late i thought leaning against the stone wall i put away my phone and told myself stay calm the weather was quintessentially april not quite winter not yet spring the trees were bare but the air was but the air was soft the sky was gray but the tulips were popping the light was pale but the indigo lake threading through the gardens glowed how beautiful it all is i thought and also how sad once upon a time there was going to be this was going to be my favorite home instead it had proved to be just another brief stop when my wife and i fled this place in fear of our sanity and physical safety i wasn't sure when i would ever come back that was january 2020 now 15 months later here i was days after walk waking to 32 missed calls and then one short heart racing talk with granny harry grandpa's gone the wind picked up turned colder i hunched my shoulders wrapped my arms regretted the thinness of my white shirt i wished i had not changed out of my funeral suit i wished i thought to bring a coat i turned my back to the wind and saw looming behind me the gothic ruin which in reality was no more gothic than millennium than the millennium wheel some clever architect some bit of stagecraft like so much around here i thought i moved from the stone wall to a small wooden bench sitting i checked my phone again peered up and down the garden path where are they another gust of wind funny it reminded me of grandpa his wintry demeno maybe or his icy sense of humor i recall one particular shooting weekend years ago a mate just trying to make conversation asked grandpa what he thought of my new beard which had been causing concern in the family and controversy in the press should the queen force prince harry to shave grandpa looked at my mate looked at my chin broke into a devilish grin that's no beard everyone laughed to beard or not to beard that was a question but leave to grandpa to demand more beard let grow the luxurious bristles of a bloody viking i thought of grandpa's strong opinions his many passions carriage driving barbecuing shooting food beer the way he embraced life he had that in common with my mother maybe that was why he had been such a fan long before she was princess diana back when she was simply diana spencer kindergarten teacher secret girlfriend of prince charles my grandfather was her loudest advocate some said he actually brokered my parents marriage if so an argument could be made that grandpa was the prime cause in my world but for him i wouldn't be here neither would my elder brother 
then again maybe our mother would be here if she hadn't married pa i recalled one recent chat just me and grandpa not long after he had returned 90 he had turned 97 he was thinking about the end he was no longer capable of pursuing his passions he said and yet the thing he missed was his work without work he said everything crumbles he didn't seem sad just ready you have to know when it's time to grow go harry i glanced down into the distance towards the mini skyline of crypts and monuments alongside frogmore the royal ground final resting place for many of us including queen victoria also the notorious valis simpson also her doubly notorious husband edward the former for, former king and my great great uncle after edward gave up his throne for valis after they fled britain both of them fretted about their ultimate return both obsessed about being buried right here the queen my grandmother granted their plea but she placed them at a distance from everyone else beneath a stopped plain tree one last finger wag perhaps one final exile maybe i wondered how how valis and edward felt now about all their fretting did any of it matter in the end i wondered if they wandered at all were they floating in some airy realm still mulling their choices or were they nowhere thinking nothing could there be could there really be nothing after this does consciousness like time have a stop or maybe i thought just maybe they are right here now next to the fake gothic ruin or next to me eavesdropping on my thoughts and if so maybe my mother is too the thought of her as always gave me a jolt of hope and a burst of energy and a stab of sorrow i miss my mother every day but that day on the verge of that nerve racking renders of a frog mode i found myself longing for her and i couldn't just uh, i couldn't say just why like so much about her it was hard to put into words although my mother was a princess named after goddess both these both those terms always felt weak inadequate people routinely compared her to icons and saints from nelson mandela to mother teresa to john of arc but every such comparison while lofty and loving also felt wide of the mark the most recognizable woman on the planet one of the most beloved my mother was simply indescribable that was a plain truth and yet how could someone so far beyond everyday language remain so real so palpably present so exquisitely vivid in my mind how was it possible that i could see her clear as a swan skimming towards me on that indigo lake how could i hear her laughter loud as the songbirds in the bare trees still there was so much i didn't remember because i was so young when she died but the greater miracle was all that i did her devastating smile her vulnerable eyes her childlike love of movies and music and clothes and sweets and us
oh how she loved my brother and me obviously she once cons- confessed to an interviewer well mummy vice versa maybe she was omnipresent for the very reason that she was indescribable because she was light pure and radiant light and how can you really describe light even einstein struggled with that recently astronomers rearranged their biggest telescopes aimed them at one tiny crevice in the cosmos and managed to catch a glimpse of one breathtaking sphere which they named earenter the old english word for morning star billions of miles off and probably long vanished earenter it closes closer to the big bang the moment of creation than our own milky way and it it somehow still visible to mortal eyes because it's just so awesomely bright and dazzling that was my mother that was why i could see her sense her always but especially that at april afternoon at frogmore that and the fact that i was carrying her flag i'd come to those gardens because i wanted peace i wanted it more than anything i wanted it for my family's sake and for my for my own sake but also for hers people forget how much my mother strove for peace peace she circled the globe many times over trips through main, main minefields cuddled eight eight patients consoled war orphans always working to bring peace to somewhere someone somewhere and i knew how desperately she would want no did want peace between her boys and between us two and pa and among the whole family